Hello, hello, my name is Clark Heron, a.k.a. The Harry Hubble, and welcome in to another Armchair Gurus Fantasy Football Podcast. We are into the, oh, just the mid, just so close to the playoffs, you can almost taste it. Four more weeks of the regular season yet to go. It is crunch time. If you are on the outside looking in, you have to get wins. You may only be a game out. But you've got to get wins. It is crucial. A loss at this point could pretty much tank the rest of your season and your playoff hopes. Again, top six get in. The bottom six get to play for the toilet bowl while everybody else gets to play for some money. And again, four more weeks yet to go. And we'll be talking about some matchups from the previous week. We'll be talking, obviously, about the matchups this coming week. Uh, we'll also be talking about some transactions that happened in this past week for the Armchair Gurus Fantasy Football League. But first, as always, the Pick 6 Challenge. And congratulations to Mr. Martez. Martez, very nicely done. Five out of six this past week really helped your totals. Fletch was not far behind with four. And then there was several of us sitting at three correct this week. Uh, some of the more Interesting uh, results that happened this week. Obviously, we had a lot of people going back and forth between the Saints or the Steelers who would win that game, as well as Martez being the only one who picked the Packers to beat the Cowboys this week. Congratulations. And, of course, every single one of us picked the Raiders to win, and we will not make that mistake again. I can guarantee you that. But, once again, congratulations to Martez. The standings, as of this very moment, Myself sitting in first place with 31 correct pick, picks. Nickley sitting at 30. Just one pick behind. And then beyond that, we have Martez. Made a big jump up at 28. We had Tom and Spellequin both at 27. And then we have a couple 26s and Fletch. And I slept with your sister uh, sitting there close as well. The rest of everybody else at least three more picks away. So very, 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 very close. We still have several more weeks to go, so do not give up. You never know when somebody doesn't quite get all their picks put in in a certain week. This week we have some wonderful games to choose from, and if you are listening along, uh, they are now in the Sleeper League. Uh, they are now posted. Once again, if you want to make your picks, simply put at Harry Hobo so I can see them and put them in the chart or send a direct message to me via Sleeper. Um, or if you have my number, you can text me, but Sleeper is typically the best. Uh, those matchups are for this week. We have the Bears versus the Falcons. We have the AFC East race uh, between the Jets and the Patriots. We have the Commanders versus the Texans. The Cowboys versus the Vikings should be a great one, probably the matchup of the week. We have the Chiefs versus the Chargers, and then we have the Niners versus the Cardinals. And again, Every single one of those picks is in the sleeper. Simply just put your picks in there so I can see them, put them in the chart. And uh, here shortly, probably after this podcast, I will put out the standings once again in sleeper so everybody can see them in case you're not listening along. Shame on you. You should be listening to the podcast. Uh, but we have a very, very close race for multiple teams or multiple managers. So keep putting your picks in. You just never know what's going to happen. As for the standings for the Armchair Gurus Fantasy Football League, congratulations once again to Mr. Nickley. Normal amount of Eagles sitting at 8-2. Uh, 
uh, one of the highest, one of the higher scoring teams in the league, and just super lucky as well. One of the lowest points against totals. I think the lowest. Um, yeah, he might be the lowest this week, or over all and all year long. He is. He is the uh, yeah. He is the absolute lowest. Barely got over a thousand points against him. Very very lucky. Sitting at eight and two. Congratulations. He has a one one game lead over the highest scoring team in the league, Mr. Cubbydoo. Congratulations. Sitting at seven and three, as well as myself, Mr. Woodstock Harry Hobo, sitting at seven and three as well. Simply one game out. I think for us three teams, uh, assuming my prediction of. Seven and seven is what you're going to need to get into the playoffs. Uh, I would say right now, I'm going to comfortably say both the normal amount of Eagles and Cubby-Doo. I think you're locked into the playoffs. Congratulations. Now, Cubby-Doo could still finish seven and seven, but if he continues to put on a tear of points, not only you're going to have to win games with the amount of points his team is putting together, but beyond that, he's going to get some wins as well. So I can safely say that those two are probably locks for the playoffs congratulations still fighting it out for the number two and number one number one and number two overall seeds as for me i would like to get at least one more win just to feel comfortable enough because i think eight and six is easily into the playoffs so get me one more win and then i will join you in that celebration for now i'm comfortably sitting in third place sitting in fourth fifth and sixth respectively all at six and four in fourth place, we have We Ain't Done Yet. Fifth place, we have Tree Stars. And then Joe Buck Yourself sitting at number six, all at six and four. Uh, we'll be talking about what happened with the sixth place team heading into this week, which was huge for this league and what created this little bit of a rift between the top six and the bottom six. But as for now, all three of you sitting at six and four, very nicely done. Uh, you've got a little bit of work yet to do. You still need at least one more win just to have a real chance at making the playoffs. But on top of that, if you get two of the next four wins, you should easily be in the playoffs. That being said, here are our bottom six teams. We have three teams tied at four and six record. Uh, sitting at number seven, Winter's coming. He is one of the, I think, the third highest scoring team in the league. Unfortunately, just one of the highest points against, second highest points against so far this season. Very unlucky, but still within the race. Only two games out of sixth place. Keep going. You're doing fine. Dr. Melfi can't save you. Also sitting at four and six in the eighth spot currently. And then Shaken Blake, a big, big defeat this past week. Unfortunately, he is now the reigning manager when it comes to points against, unfortunately. But he is still only two games out of the sixth place spot, or technically fourth place, because there's three teams sitting there at six and four, but four and six, not a terrible place to be. But two games out with four games yet to go. You have to win this week. You have to, have to, have to win this week. And then worry about the following. Do whatever you need to do to win this week. Two teams sitting at three and seven. I slept with your sister sitting in the number 10 spot. And then Free Dubs sitting in the 11th spot. Unfortunately, Free Dubs is the lowest scoring team this year. He has just been super unlucky when it comes to points. Even when he had Joe Mixon score 56 points in a week, he lost that game. He lost that game. Very unfortunate. Very good manager. Just one of those years. We've all been there. We've all done it. It happens. But this year, unfortunately, sitting at 3-7, and seven, both of your teams not only have to win out, win these final four games, but you got to put up some massive points. 
because I have a feeling that one or two of the teams in front of you are going to also finish 7-7, seven and seven, which means you got to outscore them. And as of right now, neither of you are going to outscore really anybody. you got to win, and you got to win big. And then, proverbial, already knocked out, already into the bottom six toilet bowl, Mr. Now 2-8, changing his name yet again to Mr. 2-8. He is the second lowest scoring team in the league. And unfortunately, in a Monday night, I don't even know if I call it a miracle because both teams really needed points left on the board. Mr. 2-8 and eight had Devontae Smith as well as, I believe, Miles Sanders. And then uh, Mr. Winter's Coming was facing him this week and had Jake Elliott. And it literally came down to the final play where, unfortunately, his receiver did not make the catch, got the first lateral, but then he lateraled it to the defense who scooped it and scored. So not only did he fumble the football, but he lost the fumble. And in this league, that is minus three points in total. So it made him lose by basically 3.5 points is what it came down to. Unfortunately, with that eighth loss, again, my projection of 7-7 is what you're going to need to get in. He's not going to make it. And unfortunately, even if he wins out, which would be a miracle at this point, uh, 6-8, isn't going to get it done more than likely unless something crazy happens down the stretch. I do believe Mr. 2 and 8 is going to not make the top six. So unfortunately, he will be defending his last place title. He was last place last year. Uh, he will have the chance probably more than likely to defend it again this year. So again, the top six teams are at least six and four or better. The bottom six teams are four and six or worse. Again, there's still five teams, at least three games out, two games out. They still have a chance here, but with only four games left, likely a loss is probably going to end your season, especially if you're three and seven. You get the eighth loss, you're going to be done. It's just too many top teams this season, but it's going to make for a very interesting league because I've already looked at the matchups this coming week. Oh, buddy, we're going to uh, this. We could get it very interesting very quickly. Uh, and before we jump into those matchups, let's talk about some waivers that happened this week. Obviously, the big pickup this week, Christian Watson off fresh off of a 3-for-107-3 and three touchdown game, 4-and-107-3 and touchdown game. Um, had a phenomenal game. He went for $85 to default. Congratulations. Hopefully, you can get some big points, keeping him out of the hands of some bigger teams there were three total bids on this and you were the only one that put money unfortunate <laughs> but you made sure you got your guy congratulations on that kurt money making a big move at tight end getting cole commit bidding 33 dollars nickley was second at eight and then default tried to get him for free did not work out he also got jawan johnson so i'm not sure which tight end you're gonna get here or you're gonna play but as of right now i don't think you might have uh, I don't think you've made that move yet, but I'm, I'll be waiting for it. I have a feeling you're going to drop one of those guys, but congratulations on that. Uh, uh, Spelequin picked up Mr. Van Jefferson. Congrats. After a weak disappointment of Evan Ingram, I had a feeling it was going to be that way. Nickley getting Mr. Darius Slayton. Very good pickup. I picked up Nico Collins. Uh, Difa also picked up Nick Folk. Very, very good pickup. Uh, the commanders were picked up by Nickley, and I believe... Commanders are playing Houston, so I can't argue with picking up that defense for this week. Very, very nice. And then I picked up Alexander Madison. 
just in case. You never know. I don't have Cook, but the manager who does, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Obviously, Dallas this week is not a good matchup, but congratulations, Default. You really made two really good pickups this week, getting Christian Watson uh, sweepstakes as well as getting uh, Nick Folk, which might be the second best kicker on the year. Uh, he is number four on the year. He has been phenomenal these last two weeks. He continues to put that up. You should be just fine. But congratulations on those waiver pickups. Uh, there was one big trade that happened before waivers. Let me get up to it. Do 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 do. It was between myself and Joaquin. Joaquin got himself Kareem Hunt and Terry McLaurin fresh off of a monster game on Monday night, and I got Cordero Patterson in return. For me, it's simple. I'm hoping he gets a lot more touches than Kareem Hunt. And hopefully that turns into what we kind of saw towards the beginning of the year. At least some goal line touches, at least some passing work. Maybe to the point where, you know, 15 plus every once in a while. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, he doesn't have to be my bell cow, but if he wants to be, I'm fully aware for that. As for Terry McLaurin, I don't like to see him go He's been very, very consistent, but I'm very, very deep at the receiver positions. You might as well uh, be able to turn him into a higher-end running back, at least for me. And then for Kareem Hunt, he just never panned out this year. And unfortunately, the Browns did not trade him, unfortunately. Uh, but for that trade, I really, really like what happened for both of us. As for Joaquin, his, his team's good. His team is very, very good. Uh... I think I picked on there. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, so he's got, he still doesn't have the high-end receiver. Uh, J or he's, still, he's got Jalen Waddle. He's going to have Waddle and Thielen, uh, Waddle and McLaurin, and then probably Godwin as his top three. And then he'll also have McCaffrey and Jacobs. His, his team's good. His team is scary. So very good trade for the both of us. Uh, I don't think there's anything else. Actually, yes, there is. This week, we do have a weekly challenge. Second to last one of the year. Look for We're looking for the top running back, receiver, and tight end combo of the week. So we'll have to add up the points for your highest scoring running back, your highest scoring receiver, and your highest scoring tight end. If you happen to play more than one, uh, whatever highest combo there is, you will get, I think it's $25. Yeah, 25 bucks. For this week, so keep that in mind for this week. And week 13 is the biggest blowout, so you're looking for high scoring. But for this week, it is top running back, receiver, and tight end combo for the weekly challenges. I think we are ready to move on to the matchups of the week. And as always, we typically like to look for the highest projected total <clears throat> and start with that matchup. As for this very moment, based on the points projections, which they're all pretty low this week, nobody's really standing out. It's actually me. It's actually me at 116 at 0.87. So we'll start there. The Woodstock Harry Hobo sitting at 7-3, projected at 116 points, facing off against Team I. Slept with your sister, uh, who's projected at 100 points, sitting at 3-7. For his team, it's simple. It's Saquon Barkley has a m monster game against Detroit this week. Really, really needs it. A.J. Dillon needs to do something. He kind of reminds me this year of a Kareem Hunt. But even worse is these past three weeks, he's gotten at least 10-plus touches in every single week. Just the yardage is not there. 
He's, I mean, he's averaging five a carry over the last couple games, two of the last three games, but he's not getting the touchdown. He's only had one touchdown on the year. He's not getting any of the passing work whatsoever. So don't expect much to change there. Debo Samuel is healthy and back. Uh, Monroe St. Brown tried to trade for him, but uh, he was a monster and mm, might be a little down week. Excuse me. Might be a little down week for Monroe St. Brown at New York Giants. Steady defense to like to be a slow-moving offense. Uh, Saquon should be very, very good again. Uh, Rondell Moore is going to get his points. Uh, he's got some options to choose at the receiver position. He can go Tyler Boyd against Pitt. Pitt, one of the worst pass defenses in the country or in the league. You have Cortland Sutton, who got back on track this past couple, this last week, six for 66 on 11 targets. That's what you want to see. Obviously, you throw in a touchdown, and it really, really helps going against the Raiders. I love that matchup. It's hard to trust. It really is. You've been burnt multiple weeks, but it is an interesting matchup. And then Paris Campbell, 7 for 76 and a score. Had 20 fantasy points this past week. I don't know if he can stay consistent enough. I love Matt Ryan coming back. It's going to be tough against a good Philly pass defense. I don't love the matchup, but you like to see the targets where they are. He's got some options. And obviously, the Chargers against the Chiefs, not a, great pat, not a great defense matchup. He doesn't have another option at this moment. He is going to play Marcus Mariota in Chicago, or at home against Chicago. Might be the better play. Much better than Derek Carr, even if he was against his own Raiders team. But he's going against Denver, so a good play here. At 3-7, and seven, you got to get the win. you got to do whatever you can to get the win. And then unfortunately, you projected that 16-point underdog at this point. He still has a kicker on by, so he'll switch that up. But as for my team, the Woodstock Harry Hobos, uh, I need Jamal Williams to A, be healthy, and I, I think he'll be fine. He was he started out in an illness. I think he'll be fine. Uh, we'll keep an eye on the illness itself. Uh, hopefully he does play. If not, I am might be in a little bit of a trouble there. I'm not sure who I would play because I've got Richard White on by and have to go get somebody. Um but I also have Cordero Patterson against Chicago. I like that matchup. Stephon Diggs is a m- m- monster, but we got to watch out. That game in Buffalo should actually have a lot of snow, but I think they'll get enough just to get it done. Uh, Alan Lazard, he'll be fine Thursday night. I don't love the Thursday night matchups, but you got you got to roll with him, at least for now. Friar Moose, I would love a slight upgrade, but who am I going to upgrade to? You know, Who am I going to upgrade Friar Moose to? I, I like him... Uh, Antonio, er, Antonio, yeah, A.J. Brown says he'll be fine. He had a little bit of an ankle injury uh, this past week. Did not, I mean, he played 78% of the snaps, only got four targets, and I think they pretty much happened in the first couple of drives. Uh, they really just didn't have the ball all that much. Congratulations to the Commanders getting that monster win. Uh, but I love my receivers this week. I love my defense this week. Uh, my kicker might have... <laughs> I don't know about my kicker. There's supposed to be a ton of snow in Buffalo this weekend, so I might have to change my kicker, rethink that a little bit. I like my team, especially with my quarterback. Oh, Justin Fields. Oh, my goodness. Back-to-back 40-point weeks. Hopefully, eh, I'll take a 30-point week this week. I'm not greedy. I'll take a 30-point this week. I'm playing him over Lamar Jackson, so... Uh, I will stick with Fields, and I will stick with me winning this game. Moving on, Norma Mount of Eagles sitting at 8-2, projected at 110 points, facing off against 
Winter's coming, sitting at four and six. A much needed win is he truly needs a win this week. Uh, predicted at 114 points this week. As for uh, Norman of Eagles, obviously it's Hurts. Need him to put up a bunch of points. Jonathan Taylor looked great, but against Philly, you can run on Philly. I just don't know if that offense is really going to click against Philly. You love that it's in Indianapolis, so maybe that helps. Uh, former against Baltimore, you don't love it. Baltimore's defense has been much better of late. Olave is a phenomenal receiver, but it's just the quarterback play. You just don't know. Darius Slayton should be fine against Detroit. Uh, should get his. Mark Andrews is coming back from injury. That's a huge ad for his team. Uh, Zeke Elliott against Minnesota. I don't know if he has any other options at this point besides trusting Drake or trusting... Uh, that's about it. I mean, well, for flex-wise, he could go Deontay Johnson. Probably won't. Not going to go double receiver. He's got some interesting plays here. I love his defense. As for Winter's coming, Justin Herbert against Kansas City should be hopefully be a shootout. Would be nice to see. Uh, Stevenson running against the Jets should be a phenomenal matchup. Playing Isaiah Pachenko. Interesting. I'm sure uh, you can run against the Chargers. He's going to get some touches. It's just uh, Etienne and Walker are both on bye. That's why he has to play him. Should be interesting to see if he can get back Mike, big Mike Williams back this week or not. Uh, Adams will be fine. He'll be playing. Uh, Samuel, great matchup. See if he can get the touches last week against Philly. Only got four targets uh, last three weeks. He just needs the yardages and some running as well. I think he can get some running uh, to help him out a little bit. Hawkinson, uh, he was great. Another monster week. He has been amazing since he went to Minnesota. Uh, another 10-target 10, 10 game. Caught seven of them for 45 yards. He has been phenomenal. He is un a cheat code unlocked. Uh, Juju Smith. May or may not play in this game. We'll see what happens there. Um, you love the defense. Uh, defenses could be there. This one's a close one. The question's going to come down to, can Big Mike play? Uh, and will he play him? That's the question there. And then, can Mike or can Mark Andrews get back on the field? Will Alave and Slayton be enough in that offense? It's it's tough. He's got Kirk on a, uh, Kirk on a bye. Not a ton of really good options. I'm going to pull up for the upset here. i got to pull for it anyway because I'm back one spot from the first overall uh, selection. My first overall seed. i got to pull for Winters coming here. I think he can get the job done. Next matchup, Freedub sitting at 3-7. and seven, A much, much, much needed win week. He's predicted 106 versus Mr. 2-8. and eight. Oh, this is the barn burner game. Projected at 110 points. As for free dubs, it's simple. He's got Joe Burrow against Pitt, and he's got Joe Mixon against Pitt. He needs them to eat this week. Najee Harris is just going to look bad. He's looked slow. It's kind of him. It's mostly the offensive line. The offense in general just bad. Uh, DJ Moore hopefully gets healthy and back. He'll be fine. Uh, unfortunately, he's got Baker Mayfield throwing him the football, so that's kind of a question mark. Keenan Allen's a big question mark. Hopefully he plays this week. Great matchup. He's always been good against Kansas City. Just don't know if it gets it done. Higby should see a boost in targets this week. I like that. Playing Drake London, very, very nice. Uh, Nick Folk is good. And then the Buffalo Bills defense, uh, with a lot of snow up there, might actually be a really good play. I would play Brian Robinson. 
Yeah, Brian Robinson, I would play him probably over Najee Harris in all seriousness. It's Houston. They're going to run the football. They're going to want to run the football. And then the pickup, just uh, Christian Watson, do you play him? Do you play You may have to. You may not know the status of Keenan Allen. It's a hamstring, and it's a Sunday night football game. Uh, man, it's tough. His team has struggled to score points this year. As for Mr. 2-8, uh, Aaron Rodgers has looked better. Miles Sanders has got a decent matchup. Connor don't love the matchup against Sam Fran, even though last year torched them. Uh, so we'll see. Kyler Murray may not play again this game. That's the big question. If they can't throw the football at all, they will definitely stack the box. So I don't know if James Connor, uh, even though he was phenomenal this past game, 21 carries for 69 yards and two scores. So without Kyler Murray, he's kind of been the goal line guy. It's just a matter of can. Arizona get back to the goal line against a much better defense. Uh, Devontae Smith be fine. He'll be good. Uh, Myers is fine. Everett's got to get healthy, and he'll be in a good matchup. Dave Montgomery with Ky- or with Khalil Herbert gone for at least four weeks. Montgomery should be a monster play this week. I really, really like uh, him this week. Young Way Koo, he's a kicker. He'll be fine. Uh, Patriots defense, I'm not... I mean, they're the best defense in, in fantasy football. They're number one. They had a monster week against Indy this past week. Uh, the Jets might be a little bit different. Uh, a couple of people on by, but... Man, this one's tough. It's The problem is, there's too many question marks on free dubs. He knows it. I think Martez, Mr. 2-8, and eight, gets the win this week. Ugh. Which, again, this game... Doesn't really matter unless free dubs can get the win. I just don't think you can. <clears throat> Tree stars in the next matchup, sitting at six and four, projected at 116.72 points, facing Dr. Melfi. Can't save you, projected at 107 points, sitting at four and six. As for Dr. Melfi, can't save you. Dak Prescott looked great this past week. Much stiffer test against Minnesota. Austin Eckler should have a monster game against the Chiefs. Um, Damian Pierce. Should have a very should have a solid game. He's been, I mean, he's been getting the touches. That's the key. He'll be fine. He's going to give you a phenomenal baseline. Third in the end zone, he's great. Wilson probably gets shut down a little bit this week in New England. Uh, Pickens looks like a great play. Pitts is to stop it. Stop it with Kyle Pitts. I know the talent is there. Hold on. Talent's there. The targets are there, but. Two for 27. Two for 28. He's the 20th best tight end. There are 19 tight ends better than him. Pick somebody else, please. Please pick somebody else. Unfortunately, Kate Otten's on bye, but I would drop Kate Otten and go find somebody else. Kyle Pitts is just not a thing this year. Uh, Brennan Ayuk is very, very nice. I like him. Uh, We'll see if the emergence of... Uh, Debo Samuel, if he's coming, he, he's fully back now. He's got Kadarius Tony. I I might try Kadarius Tony this week, maybe over George Wilson or George Wilson, Garrett Wilson. Even though Garrett eight for ninety two this past week, he's had some really good weeks. He looks really really good. I like his team quite a bit. I really do. Uh, Tennessee against Green Bay may not be the best defensive play, but it's fine. I really really like. His players and matchups. He, I think he could get a nice week this uh, this week. 
I have a good win this week. But he's facing off against the Tree Stars who have Josh Allen. Josh Allen, even though he was supposed to potentially sit out last week, came back and played admirably. Uh, 29 for 330, a score and two picks, ran for 84 yards on the ground, had one fumble, 19 fantasy points. It's fine. It's fine. He's not the Josh Allen, but 19's fine. Alvin Kamara against the Saints. He just needs touches. He just needs touches. He's not getting them. He's getting about 12 touches a game. That's not enough to get it done. He needs the touches, and I just don't see the offense being good enough. Nick Chubb against Buffalo. He's good. He is the best running back in standard scoring, the fourth best in PPR. He'll be fun even in the snow. He's going to be very, very good. Michael Pittman, a resurgence this past week with Michael, or with, yeah, Michael, with Matt Ryan back in the helm. Seven on nine targets for 53 yards. Need to get a touchdown. He's only had one on the year. Maybe that will change. I don't know if that's going to happen with Philly. Gabe Davis should have played last week. Uh, I don't know if he's worth playing this week in the snow. It's it's tough. They don't like the Matt Collins on the bench. Maybe Jarvis Landry. Maybe, ugh. I just don't like that offense in New Orleans. Cole Komet. Cole Camo, he's phenomenal. Two straight weeks for two touchdown games. Uh, uh, I don't know if he gets two more this past, this upcoming week, but it looks pretty good. And James Robinson, flex play. He needs a touchdown to get your points and feel happy about it. It's all right. Tucker's fine. Baltimore defense is fine. <sighs> this one's tough. The snow game is the biggest question mark. Josh Allen will still be okay, but it may be a lot of running. I kind of remember it wasn't a snow game. It was Kansas City versus Buffalo last year where it was just pouring rain. You could barely throw the football because it was wet and nasty. And it was like Clyde Edwards-Alaire ran for like 25 carries that game. Ran all over Buffalo. My concern is if the weather is that bad in Buffalo and it's projected to have a lot of snow, uh, 40-some inches, I believe, I just don't know if the passing game is going to be good enough. I think it's going to be fine for the top-end guys, but it's the Gabe Davises. We all know that he is a super up, super down, all around. Just You just don't know what you're going to get with Gabe Davis. One week he gets you five, the next week he gets you 21. Like He can explode at any moment. Uh, did last week. For now, man, I'd like to see the... You know... I'm going to say it. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there. Dr. Melfi can't save you gets the win this week. I'm going to say it. It's going to be close. I think this is going to be a phenomenal matchup between these two teams. It's going to be close. Dr. Melfi can't save you. I like what you're doing this week. Get yourself a win. Next up, Joe Buck yourself. Sitting at 6-4. and four, Projected 108 points. Going off against Team Shake and Blake. Sitting at 4-6. and six, Projected at 116. For Kyler Murray, he's got to play. I, uh, he didn't play last week. Uh, he may not play again this week. Um, still haven't decided if he's going to play. If he does, it's okay. Uh, they played San Francisco. They have not played San Francisco yet. They play him this week and then the last week of the season, which means nothing. Um, I like it. I just don't love the matchup. Uh, Dalvin Cook against Dallas. You don't love the matchup either. Tony Pollard against Minnesota. You don't love that matchup. Uh, Justin Jefferson is a monster. He'll be fine. Um, having the catch of the year last week. If you didn't watch the game, go watch it. Thomas Peoples-Jones against Buffalo again. And David Njoku. I don't know if I trust the passing attack in 
in, uh, in Cleveland on that match, especially with the snow incoming. Van Jefferson is a dart throw as well. He's got a lot of people on by. Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Jeff Wilson all on by. Damon Harris isn't getting the touches. and He's, he's, he's getting whatever he can. As for Team Shaken Blake, uh, Garoppolo's going to be fine. Derrick Henry has a m- monster matchup. He's going to be very, very good. Uh, DeAndre Swift, if he's healthy, if he can get the touches. Last week, he only got three targets on six carries. Another eight-point performance. You don't love it? Needs the touchdown. I just don't know. <clears throat> he did get the touchdown last week and got you eight points. Like, he saved your week with an eight-point team. I just don't know if he gets enough work, especially against a decent defense in New York. We'll see what happens with the illness with Jamal Williams. Uh, Al Robinson, now the new number one with uh, Cooper Cup, likely out for the rest of the season. Um, against the Saints defense, it comes down to quarterback play. And if Allen, Ro- Allen Robinson is actually washed or not, did get six tar- or six targets this past week. He's just been unusable for the most part. T. Higgins is phenomenal. He's good. Keep him in there. Dr. Schultz is going to be great. Keep him in there. Uh, Amari Cooper, again, the snow game. Here's the difference with Amari Cooper. If Amari Cooper is playing at home, he's a monster. If he is playing on the road, he's awful. He is awful this year on the road. So on the road in Buffalo, I wouldn't even play him. Even with the name, uh, I would go after... Maybe Singletary against Cleveland. You can run on Cleveland. He got 13 carries this past day, last week with two touchdowns. I might give that a chance. He's got three defenses. Which defense are you going with this week? <laughs> oh, I don't know either. Uh, the problem with Allen Robinson, you just don't know. Swift, you don't know. Henry could carry this team. Schultz could carry this team. Higgins could carry this team. Uh, on the other side, it's really quarterback play is the big question. He could play Kirk Cousins. I just don't know if I love it. Give me Shake and Blake to get the win this week. A much, much needed win. I like it a lot. I really do. Last but not least, Team Cubadoo sitting at 7-3, projected at 110 points. Going up against We Ain't Done Yet. Also, well, he's sitting at 6-4, but also projected at 110 points. This is the matchup of the week. Can Team Cubby-Doo continue to score a lot of points? Well, when you got Mahomes and Kelsey combo against the Chiefs or against the Chargers, you love, love you that. <clears throat> also, Gibson against Houston. Uh, he's going to get touches. Last week, 14 carries. Got a touchdown. If he can get another 14 against Houston, which I'm thinking he can, be fine. Aaron Jones going to get healthy. He'll be all right. Hopkins is a monster. C.D. Lamb is a monster. He'll be fine. Even with Tyreek Hill on a bye this week, he's going to switch him out for... Could go Mooney against Atlanta. Um, Probably the best choice. Um, Maybe Melvin Gordon. I don't love it, but he's getting targets in the passing game. He's getting some running double digits the past two weeks. I would be fine with Melvin Gordon against the Raiders this week. Uh, his team is very, very good. Uh, against We Ain't Done Yet, going with CMC. Jacobs against Denver, you don't love. McLaurin is a great play this week. Hurst is a good play this week. Thielen, I don't know. McGallop, mm, don't know. Unfortunately, he has Waddle and Godwin on a bye this week. Unfortunately, 
I don't see a scenario where his team can get the win this week. Now, McCaffrey could have a monster week, and I really do. As a Niners fan, I really hope that is the case. But I don't see Jacobs having a good day. And then Thielen, I don't know if he gets enough. Eh, seven targets, about seven targets a game. He needs a touchdown. Without the touchdown, he's been pretty much awful this year. And <clears throat> with only two touchdowns on the year, it's a tough one. For now, I think Team Kebidu continues his role. He'll get to 8-3. and three, Which brings me to the topic of this week. <clears throat> Got your drinks. Brings me to the topic of the week, which is simply last week. The sixth place team was one game ahead of two teams that were strongly hoping they would lose. They won. The other two teams lost, which meant now they're two games out with four games yet to go. And funny enough, this week, none of the six and four teams play one another, so they could all lose this week. None of the four and six teams play one another this week. So they could all win this week. Two of them hold their fate in their own hands. Again, Shaken Blake going up against Joe Buck yourself. Much needed win, not only to help his team, but to help all four and six teams open up a chance to get within one game with three games remaining. Same with Dr. Melfi can't save you. Going against Tree Stars. Have the opportunity in hand. As for Fletch, winter's coming. He's going against the top team in the league, and he actually is projected right now to win. I don't know if that happens, but he is a high-scoring team, just very, very unlucky this year. Uh, going up against uh, one of the lower, uh, decent-scoring teams, but the lowest points against team. So super lucky versus very unlucky. We'll see if that actually flips this week, and if that does, again, all four and six teams could win this week. Which means we would have the standings of three six and five teams. Actually, two six and five teams. The other six and four team is facing off against Team Cubadoo, which right now it's projected close, but we know Team Cubadoo is a very strong, high scoring team. Nobody wants to see him these last four weeks knowing that they have to get a win and going against the highest scoring team in the league is not ideal. But literally, we could see all six and four teams be six and five. We could see all four and six teams become five and six. We could literally have six teams within one game of one another vying for four, five, and six. Uh, my game's kind of not really part of it, but if I win, it continues to keep me and really would lock me into the playoffs, so that's why I'm really hoping for a win this week. Get me to eight wins. Get me locked into the playoffs. I'll be a very, very happy camper. Um, again, normal amount of Eagles and Team Cubby-Doo. If Team Cubby-Doo continues to score a super high amount of points, even if he ends up 7-7, seven and seven, he's going to be in the playoffs and be a monster somewhere in there. Those two are pretty much locks. With a win this week, I will be a lock. And then anyone that is and 6-4 that can actually get a win and get to 7 wins would start feeling pretty good, especially with two of them facing off against 4-6 and six teams. If you can push them to seven losses, the gap might just be too much. At that point, you would be three games ahead of at least two of them. And with three games yet to go, it's not looking pretty. It is a do-or-die situation for all four and six teams. They have to win this week, and they all have to help one another out. 
anybody that's six and four, another win, and you'll be at least three games ahead of anybody that. Uh, well, I guess the only scenario that would work out in is if Tree Stars as well as Joe Buck yourself win. They would separate themselves from at least two of the four and six teams by three games, and with three games left, very unlikely that they're going to be caught. Uh, whereas Winter's coming, if he can get the win, and at least one of the six and four teams loses, he'll be within one game of sixth place. And again, we've still got to see exactly what happens this week. There's a lot of close projected games. It is only Wednesday. Uh, anything can happen at this point. We really don't know, but. A lot of very close matchups, a lot of big needed wins this week, and we'll be talking about them next time on the podcast. Once again, this week, the weekly challenge, top running back, receiver, and tight end combo. If you have it, you get $25. Uh, Beyond that, the pick six games are already posted in Sleeper. If you see them, again, put an at Harry Hobo so I can see your picks, or Simply send a direct message to me. Make sure that you get those picks in before the games start for those picks to count. Uh, Beyond that, make sure you set your lineups accordingly. It is go time. It is down to the nitty-gritty. We are down to the final four weeks of the fantasy football regular season. Top six teams get in. Make sure you are one of them. As for now, my name is Clark Heron, a.k.a. The Harry Hubbo, and I'm out.